Okay, so good morning, good morning, morning, everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode of Coffee with Rhonda. And I'm so excited to be back here with my team. We are going to have a great conversation today. And um, before we get started, just a couple um, that I have of you. Number one, if you find the conversation helpful, um, please like and share the video. We want others to join in on the conversation. Uh, don't forget to tell us who you are, where you're watching from, what city or what country uh, you're watching from. And as always, we have to start by knowing what's in your cup. We've got to know what's in your cup. For me, I've got some coffee with some hazelnut flavor. I was trying to make a Starbucks this morning, but I didn't make my Starbucks run, so that's okay, because I've got something in my cup. Uh-oh, Roz is looking around for a cup. <laughs> I can't reach my Roz. cup. It's in the other room. <laughs> Roz is, this cup is in the other room. Well, that's okay. So we'll go ahead and get started again. Good morning, everyone. I'm so excited to be back for another episode of Coffee with Rhonda. My name is Rhonda Williams. I am the Dream Life Coach, uh, and I'm your facilitator of this conversation. And um, I uh, am a registered nurse by background, lots of experience in hospitals in the C-suite, including Chief, Chief Nursing Officer and Hospital CEO. Um, also a three-time published author, um, the, the founder of Dream Life Leadership Academy, um, and also the founder and um, facilitator of the Dream Life by Design Mastermind Group, where we help you achieve your dreams. We help you shift from overwhelmed to overjoy, from stuck to unstuck, so that you can make the progress you want to make in your life. So if you're interested in learning more about that, you can go to manifestmydreams.com. That is enough about me. Uh, I want to turn it over to, uh, to my wonderful colleagues here, and we're going to start with you, Ms. Ryan. Hi, you guys. In Florida, you know, in hurricane mode, uh, I, I'm Ross Jones, the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers. When you can't do it all, give us a call. And now people are calling us to help with hurricane preparation. So um, we're safe. Everything's okay. All of my clients are fine. They have done well with pre-preparation. So I'm happy about that and happy that I could be on today because I was concerned. I didn't know if we were going to be able to be on because of the storm, but hello. Hello. <laughs> and you're here and so glad that you're safe, Ross. And, you know, keep us posted on how things are going with that um, crazy storm. I, I hope everyone down there stays safe. Mm. All right, Marae. Hello, hello. I'm really happy to be back. And uh, good morning to all my, uh, everybody who's listening from America. Good evening for anybody listening from uh, this part of the world. I'm based in Perth, Australia, and I'm happy to to be one of the uh, uh, one of the guests of uh, Rhonda today. My name is Mireille Lekima. I'm uh, the founder of Empty Energy Resources and also the founder of Mireille Lekima Global Leadership, uh, which is an organization helping you to become the best that you can be and, uh, and, and really helping you to step into your greatness. So don't leave anything on the table of life. That's our slogan. And I'm very, very happy to be here today. Wonderful. And, um, and Marae, we are hoping that you, uh, you know, you were being entered into uh, a contest of some sort. Tell us about that or for, uh, to get some sort of recognition. 
Oh, yes. I've been nominated to be one of the, for an award as, uh, that's the woman in STEM in Western Australia. So I'm actually looking for people to vote for me because I'm trying to have the people award. So if you have an opportunity, just, you know, I'll, I'll post it after the, uh, the, the session. Just vote for me so I can win this award. Please, please, please. Awesome. Excellent. We want you to win. Yes, yes, yes. And we have another, um, we have another um, guest joining us, and we're bringing her in right now. Right. And she's Hello. coming in just in time. We're just finishing our introductions, Lorna. So this is a perfect opportunity for you to do your quick um, intro. So you can unmute yourself and go ahead and, um, and do your intro. Let me try to unmute you. Okay, oh. let's see if we can hear you. There she is. Yay! Yay! Hey. Hello! Nice to be here this morning. I'm here in body. I might have left my brain in bed, but at least I'm here. <laughs> and I technical snafus earlier, so I apologize for being late, but I'm glad to be here with you guys. No worries. So give us a 30-second pitch on uh, what you do. Absolutely. So now I just want to make sure that my picture is, is good. <laughs> I have yes. It's good. Awesome. Okay. So I'm Lorna Blake of Empower Yourself Consulting, where we work with spiritual entrepreneurs and we're talking speakers, coaches, authors to help them increase their impact and their income. I also do a lot of travel and facilitate transformation and just had the opportunity to be blessed to uh, be in uh, Ghana, West Africa where I had a most, the most life-changing experience and also facilitated transformation for some amazing entrepreneurs there. I can't even tell you how that has shifted my life, my mission and my purpose. So I'm so thrilled to be here because now I have so much more fire in me and so much more confidence. I show up today and the only reason I got out of bed to do this is because I love you, Rhonda, and love what you're doing. I had a chance to binge watch a couple of these episodes, and I'm like, I could actually join them and be part of this. I love this. So here I come. Thank you, Rhonda. Yes, you are so welcome. I'm so happy to have you. So let's dive right into our conversation. We try to keep it short and sweet. We're going to move, and on today's conversation is going to be focused on how we have the opportunity to um, make uh, amazing changes in our own lives and impact the lives of others um, through leadership. And so as we talk today in the conversation, we want to talk, talk about leadership. And we want to talk about leadership, but, but most importantly, what it to lead um, from that very essential place of within yourself, right? Because oftentimes we look externally when we're talking about leadership, right. you know, all kind of books on leadership and there's, you know, wonderful techniques and tools and classes and courses. And there are all these things you can do um, as you talk about leadership. But most important place, um, I, 
I have found every leadership position that I've been in, and it feels like every position I get in, even if I don't start it with the formal title of leader, I end up as a formal leader very quickly. And I think that's because of the way I try to lead from within. Um, and that's not to toot my own horn. That's just sort of what happens in my life. Um, because I learned um, very early that I had an ability to do certain things within me. And that when I did those things and I focused on what was inside of me and managing myself in a certain way, the outcomes were amazing. You know, it almost felt like magic, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. But at a point I started to believe it because I'm going, wait, this isn't magic, right? I'm actually doing this because of a set of standards and the way that I try to lead myself, right? And so... As we talk about leadership, let's talk about what it means to lead from within and what that means for each of you uh, ladies and how that has shown up um, in your life. And, you know, I'll, I'll share, you know, some of my own personal examples. You know, when I got my first role as a chief nursing officer, I had no idea really of what I was doing. I knew I could do it. <laughs> But I had never been a chief nursing officer before. So I was kind of like, okay, you can do it. And on the other side, I was going, oh, God, what am I doing? No, but wait, you can do it. But oh, but what am I doing? And so, yes, so I had yeah. to walk that line right in, within myself and just bring out the confidence in myself. I started to lean on, no, you can do this. You know you can do it. You've been around this organization for 10 years. You know how to do this. And so um, by doing that, but I also began to learn some things about myself that caused me to completely shift and start to transition so that I could be a better leader. You know, I learned that I could be very focused on tasks and not as focused on people. And, you know, focusing on tasks without focusing on people was causing some friction on my team. I had to learn, but I had to go within in order to do that. What is it that's causing me to want to be within and not focus on the people? And then how do I really focus on the people that I love and care about this amazing team that I have so that we could care for patients that care for people in a better way? So that's just one um, personal example myself where I had to shift internally so that I could become a better leader and help my organization and help lead my team to the next level. So um, Lauren, as our guest, we're going to start with you. And we know that you had this wonderful experience um, in Ghana and you have so, you you know, I almost feel the transformation. I've been watching your Facebook post and, and I see it and I'm so happy and excited for you. So tell us a little bit, not only about your experience in Ghana, but what it means to lead from within. I think it's such a really powerful question that you're asking, and I love the opportunity to share with you. I really believe that, uh, and I, I love, I'm a John Maxwell certified trainer, so, you know, he is the foremost leadership guru, and one of the things that he talks about is that you have to know yourself in order to grow yourself. He believes that leadership does start within, just like you're saying it. Um, and I have found that in order for me to really begin to have the type of influence and impact that I wanted to have, I really had to go within and grow myself. And sometimes going within has meant confronting some very uncomfortable truths. Like, for example, just last year, 
I, for the very first time, confronted the shame and the pain of being fatherless, right? After more than 50 years, I was doing this. And it led me into a really interesting place where I, I had to confront some lies that were told in my family. I had to confront some pain and some shame. And I broke a generational curse in the process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I share that with you to say it has grown me leaps and bounds. What has come out of it is a book and my story in a book and also a movie, right? A film documentary, my story was in it. Um, and uh, the, 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 the film right now is actually showing on uh, Quayle TV. I just learned that yesterday, which is Black Netflix. Um, this really, you could say it was a catalyst for me going to Ghana because what I'm tapping into is the idea of our identity. Mm -hmm. We're the first people, and when I say we, I'm talking people of African heritage in the diaspora. We're the first people who experience what I call identity theft. Mm -hmm. And my identity, my culture, my language, who I am, was actually taken from me, right, forcibly. And here I am, I'm intentionally going back to reclaim it. And I had the intention that I was just going to skip over the deeper things. I didn't want to know about the slavery thing because I thought I was beyond that. But I'm telling you, the universe, life, creator, the ancestors, the higher power orchestrated it for me mm -hmm. to experience something that I would not have given myself. Mm -hmm. And I want to share a piece with you that I feel is key. I didn't plan to share this, but this is what came to me. It's like a download. Uh, I, I, I'm a spiritual person, and I, I lead and I teach spirit and spiritual things. And what came to me is leadership starts with you leading yourself and recognizing that you're always led and guided by higher power, life, and that they're always orchestrating life and circumstances to give you what you need to take mm -hmm. it to the next level. Mm -hmm. And so what occurred as a result is that I, my, my sons who were supposed to join us did not join us. Their visas didn't come through. The tour was booked and there was a portion of that tour that was supposed to be, you know, toward my sons. And so in order for us to not have to get a refund, I then decided that I would do the portions of the tour, the slavery river site and the slave dungeons. And I'm telling you, had I not done those, this would have been just another trip. But as a result of doing that portion of the tour, I've come back with life-changing experiences that will allow me to impact people on a whole nother level because I now see what I couldn't see. I now recognize post-traumatic slavery disorder, that it was real. Because there are things that I can now see, Rhonda, that I could not see. I couldn't, I couldn't watch a slavery movie. I couldn't watch Amistad. Now I've come back, I'm devouring stuff. And so I'm learning in reverse what I couldn't learn before. And so now I get to lead from a place of personal experience where I can say to somebody, we need to know who we are and we need to reclaim who we are and make ourselves great. 
because there are a lot of us who are struggling with leadership and it starts with that loss of identity, not knowing who we are and not really understanding the trauma that we have gone through these last several hundred years. It's real. And some of it has been passed down through our genes and we are still dealing with it. And I didn't mean to go off on a tangent on a high horse or on a pedestal here, but I'm so glad that there it is. So there you have it. I think <laughs> that was a good start. <laughs> no, that's awesome. No, we love it. And you know, some really great points there. The mm -hmm. sense of identity that yeah. is required in order to be a genuine and authentic and effective leader mm -hmm. is real, right? And so, Roz, let's come to you and talk about, you know, your thoughts around what it means to lead from within. For, for me, I was thinking about personal values, how my personal values impact me first, and then somebody else. I was, I was, I, I was listening to Lorna, and she was talking about connect. When I first started my business the first time, I had no values in it. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't put I didn't list what I what I expected employees to do. So I failed because I didn't have an infrastructure. I didn't identify what we were going to give the people so far as values. OK, mm -hmm. when she said connect, then once I, you know stopped and say, okay, I'm doing something wrong. Something is not happening. I understood. She said, I had to let go of some things and start over. I had to find out who I was. Why was I starting this business? Okay. So I had to let go of the bad habits. I had to connect to people and, and, and connect and form the identity for me. And then, and then that formed the identity for the business. Then that formed the identity for the business. Now, and I was talking about, listen to how, how Lorna said she wasn't ready for some things because we're not conditioned. She had to go to Ghana to get conditioned. She couldn't get that here. Sometimes yeah. we have to, you know, they say a prophet has to leave where they are and go somewhere else to be appreciated. So mm. she had to leave and go somewhere else to get what she needed. And sometimes we have to go to other people, leave places and get what we need. Now, I want to say this. We manage ourselves as leaders but we mentor the people under us. Mm -hmm. We manage ourselves as leaders. Mm -hmm. We only mentor the people. We can't make them do anything they don't want to do. We can manage, you know, we can mentor them. Mm -hmm. You know, there is some management in there, but it's also a mentorship. You are also meant, you know, building them to understand that they are going to be a part of the business. Mm -hmm. So you have to, you know, give that opportunity for them to connect too. And then the only way they connect is if you are established. Mm -hmm. If the foundation is raggedy, the house will not stand. Mm. If the foundation is raggedy, if the business basics are not there, if you as a leader is not there, if you're doing the bear, don't do the business. Mm -mm. If you oh, only you know what you know what Roz and and I'm gonna let you continue, but I wanted to pause for a second and, and ask everybody out there about this: Is your foundation raggedy? <laughs> because mm -hmm. what what you will find is that you will find that that shows up in your life, right? Yes. That shows up in your life in so yeah. many different. It's the relationship you can't get it together. It's the 
um, distress and the conflict you keep having at work. It's mm -hmm. lack of being able to establish your career in the way that you want to. It's not mm -hmm. being able to build your business. You cannot grow, right? You cannot elevate and grow if your foundation is ragged. So I love that. I think everybody's got to be willing to go within and do a little bit of a self-check on that. Mm. And then also too, as leaders, I'm going to use this as an example. I had hired a company um, to do some work for me, but they weren't communicating. And I kept saying, you know, what's going on? Part of our value is communicating and talking. Mm -hmm. And how you treat, how you treat yourself is how you're going to treat others. So that was letting me know that if the communication is not good with me, then the communication is not good somewhere else. Did I did I want to let? I said no. Let's let end on a good note, and we're mm -hmm. just going to have to separate because the way I'm moving in this dispensation, I used to hold on to stuff and say, "Oh, let me give you some more chances." Some I don't have time. Mm -hmm. I'm getting ready to go into the second half of my life real soon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and, and time is short. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I can, I can manage myself. I can manage my projects. I can manage myself. I can manage my values. I can only mentor people and show people how I want to be treated. And that is a part of leadership. Yes. Mm -hmm. that, that is a part of leadership. I'm done next. I want to just pause for a second because I see Lorna drinking something. So Lorna, we like to ask on this show, what's in your cup? You know I've been watching you, so I know that that was in your cup. So I had to get up this morning and make a smoothie. It's got blueberries, uh, cherries, and some moringa for energy. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Yes, and I love the cup. It matches uh, your outfit. I know. Yeah. And the didn't even realize it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we didn't, you know, uh, I don't know if you know this, Lorna, but Marae is actually in Australia, so it's nighttime for her. So I don't know if you have anything in your cup or not, Marae, or if you're just No, I don't have anything today, you know. it's. Uh, I, I didn't even, uh, I, I, I drank some water before the show, but that's all. Uh, because after that, I'm going to bed. <laughs> it's so great to have Mireille. Yeah, I've been watching you guys. So I know Roz, well, I, I just met her connected here, but certainly it's a fascinating thing to have it's this awareness. Really fascinating. Somebody yeah. And you kind of know him. And Mireille, I've been watching you as well. So oh, I'm familiar. Okay. Right. I realize that you're down under. Yeah. I'm down under. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Awesome. So, Mireille, Tell us a little bit about, from your perspective, what it means to lead from within. I guess you, I mean, you said it all. I think leadership is, is actually your, uh, your identity. I mean, mm. you have to really understand who you are, trust yourself, and have clarity about your, your purpose and your goal in life. Because otherwise, mm. it, it becomes very difficult to translate it to the outside world. So mm. it's very important to, like Lona was saying, to be able to go within, to understand, you know, uh, where you come from and uh, where you want to go and how you relate to, the, to your environment, how you relate with, to your past and how you want to, to, to be strong and, and, uh, and help people because leadership is about people. How do you want to use that to help people to coach people and to bring along people with you. 
and that's right. that's really the the uh, the difficulty in in making this connection between who you are what you are about and how you want people to interact with you and how you want to people people to follow your philosophy because that's the uh, that, that's the challenge and uh, and it takes time it takes time uh, like rose was saying it's about your values it's about your faith what you believe in and uh, and really make a good connection of that get you know the strength and the um, the, the the confidence and then go out and lead people and mm. that's uh, that's that's the important things to do so it always starts from within start with your thought process it start with whatever experience you went through as a, as a human being as a professional and you put it together to create your authenticity and bring people along with you mm. absolutely you know there's that um quote i don't know if you all are familiar with it and i can never remember who said it but they said that um if you are a leader and you turn mm -hmm. around and no one's behind you, then you're yeah. not leading, you're just taking mm -hmm. a walk. Mm -hmm. Ah, that's a John Maxwell quote. That's a John Maxwell quote, yeah. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Because in, in terms of leadership, you mm -hmm. have to be able to inspire. Leadership is not being able to tell people what to do. Mm -hmm. right? Leadership is being able to inspire people. Inspire people, you yeah. Do more, to be better to want to be have a, a more outcome in their lives so leadership is really i think a large part about inspiration um mm -hmm. and transformation and so what i do and i'm going to share this and so you all can give me your thoughts or you can share your own strategies we also like we sort of talk a little bit about what this means to us but then we want to say so what can you do to become a better leader, right? What, what strategies um, can we offer? One strategy that I use when I'm coaching clients, um, everything I do is on the foundation of emotional intelligence because it's such a critical part of who we are. And many of us don't really um, know the full extent of how emotional intelligence impacts our lives. Mm. So um, this is one way that I share with my clients how they focus on improving um, their own leadership. I call it leading through praise, okay? And it's leading through praise. The P is purpose. <clears throat> so getting on purpose, getting clear about purpose, getting an understanding about who you are, what you desire, that tuning into that internal GPS system, as Roz mentioned earlier. The R is being reflective, right? It, we have to take time to step back and reflect, on how things are going, what's going well in life, what's not going so well, what was my role and what didn't go well so that I can understand that and learn from it, not to beat yourself up about it or to blame yourself about it. That's not the purpose of reflection. Reflection is to just sit, sit back and take a look so that you can see the situation for what it is. The A is for alignment, Right, you want to be sure that your actions are aligned with your purpose and your power, and you know who you say you are. When there's a disconnect, then all kinds of chaos start happening in your life when you don't have alignment. The I is for intention. I am an intention-based person. I want to know that what I'm doing has meaning. 
right? And I want to be thoughtful about it. I want to be reflective and include all of that information in what then um, makes the determination for how I will act and how I will move forward. So intention for me is very important. The F, now this one I absolutely love because leaders, I think, don't do enough of this, and that's being self-full. Not selfish, but self-full. S-E-L-F-F-U-L. Self-full. Being mindful about putting yourself at the top of your priority list. Listen, if you don't make yourself a priority, how is anyone else going to make you a priority? Right? Mm -hmm. So we have to learn to take time for ourselves, to love on ourselves, to rejuvenate and reflect for ourselves, to do all of the things that recharges our batteries that allows us to continue to lead others. And then mm -hmm. the final lead is for evolving. Allow yourself to grow, nimble, be flexible, evolve in everything that you do. There is no need to stay static. And in fact, change is the one thing that we can all depend on, right? We don't mm -hmm. have to want it, to desire it, mm -hmm. it's coming. And so, mm -hmm. you know, we want to be allowing ourselves to evolve in our life. Like, you know, like Ross said, when she started her business the first time, she changed. She allowed herself mm -hmm. to evolve into the person she needed to be mm -hmm. to have a more successful So that is what I call through praise. And, you know, really, it allows you to tune into that internal GPS system that we're talking about in a way that people can remember the steps um, in a very easy way. So um, mm. I'll toss it up back out to you guys. And uh, strategies do you have to help others um, become better leaders? And let's do a reverse this time. So, Mireille, I'm going to come to you first. Yeah, I think the, 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 the fundamental thing is to, to have some feedback. And uh, I... Having the feedback is very important. Make sure that uh, people get feedback on how they lead and how they behave and allow them as well to have this time to reflect so they can get their own feedback and then they can integrate their feedback and the feedback that they get from anybody around them, their team, their coaches, and try to integrate that as, uh, as, uh, as, uh, as one thing to improve and to grow and expand as a leader. So I think the, the feedback part is, is very important and that's uh, it actually uh, take into account what you've just talked about, which is sit, sitting back as an individual and try to you know, learn from what, what you've, you, you went through and how you lead and also try to evolve, which is the integration of every, all the feedback that you have, feedback from your team, feedback from people who are helping you as coach and mentor, and feedback as yourself when you, you go back inside and what you actually get from, from, uh, from, from that. Uh, yeah. I think an, a, a, another tool is, um, is really to, we, we've talked about it uh, uh, I think several times, and that's the uh, the meditation part as well. So, which is, you know, uh, going. It's it's the same. I mean, you go inside, you meditate, you you start to uh, uh, um, see things in a in, in a different way, and start to envision things and and, and create your leadership in your in your in your uh, in your vision before you go and act about it. Mm -hmm. So that's also a tool that actually works really well. Really take the time to think about what kind of leader you want to be, 
how you want to, uh, to, you know, to, to go about um, reaching your goal as a leader and, and, and really play it in your, in your head and really have it really very clear in your head and then go out and now apply it to the ex external world. So I think those are two powerful tools that I normally use in, uh, in my professional environment, but also when I want to lead, you know, uh, because I work a lot with, with uh, the young, young generation, especially in the, in the, in the science and, and technical uh, um, in, uh, area. And it actually worked really well. And, uh, but I understand that it starts with me. I have to show the example before they can actually empower themselves and try to, to, uh, to go forward and, and try to become a role model as well. So it's, it's a very important position to be in and, uh, and, and to, to take serious, you know, take it seriously. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Autumn was out there watching and thank mm -hmm. you for tuning in, Autumn. Autumn said that she was watching and tuning in from Albuquerque. And, um, and as she said that, what did she say she had in her cup? I lost her little feed, but mm -hmm. thanks for tuning in, um, Autumn. We appreciate you. Oh, she said her cup is half of local favorite. So um, we, we are so happy for those of, the, uh, of you out there that are watching. And um, we're going to continue to now share some more strategies around, um, you know, what it takes to, you know, become a better leader, what you can do to mm -hmm. tune into your internal leadership. And, um, and you know, Marae shared with us, you know, feedback and, uh, and meditation. Um, and then Roz, what are your thoughts? Or what does it take to fine tune? Um, and as you mentioned earlier, how do you uh, firm up that raggedy foundation, right? How do you, you know, go about the process of um, improving your self-leadership? For me to, for, for my personal self, I daily, I have to sit and be quiet. You know, our brains go all the time. You know, even in my sleep, my mind is going, you know, a lot of times. And, and it, it's not, I think all entrepreneurs do it. You know, we think in our sleep. But we have to come to a point where we come and sit still. Just be quiet. Mm -hmm. And I do that is so that I can um, kind of defrag, you know, you know, have that own personal enema, brain enema, you know, clean it out and yeah. just and just sit. And sometimes sitting and being quiet allows you to connect mm -hmm. so that someone else can downpour into you. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know what I'm saying and I'm talking about the spiritual part for me because if I'm running if I'm going and I'm not being still how can I connect to that higher power that's going to help me get through wherever now also too when I make decisions I, make, I don't make decisions out of emotions because if you make a decision out of emotion it's wrong and it's going to hurt people when I make, when I make a decision or people come to me with some type of adversity that's going on, remember, always listen to both sides, you know, because there's always three sides to the story. We all know that, you know, so those are good practices, you know, in, 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 in leadership. So the meditation, the self-awareness, who am I? What have I done today? Who have I impacted? Have I taken care of myself? Let me go, you know, let me go through that mentally. However, even if you have fallen short, it doesn't mean that you failed. Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. if you didn't meet all your goals for the day, right. you did not fail. 
And then also, too, we talked about being an example and also use adversities in the business as teachable moments. What have we learned? Uh-huh. What can we go forward with? You know, those, those, you know, so that's what I do with my, with my staff. Okay, so what did you learn from this? What, what did I do differently that I didn't do the last time? So that's what you need to implement going forward. I can't, I can't lead by the example if I'm not showing them what the example is. So mm-hmm. you know, those are some of the leadership things for me. But the biggest thing is, is that I got to take care of me as a leader so I can continue to mentor those under my, under my leadership because they're watching. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I love that. I, you know, I, as we go and it always starts from within, but I love the fact that you mentioned being quiet because we are in a race, right? This life is, has turned into what feels like a, a sprint. And, you know, sometimes we have to know that it's okay to just slow down. Um, one of my techniques that I use when I get overwhelmed is I press pause button on everything. It's, you know, you all heard the old saying, whole house freeze. Everything, I freeze everything. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, everything stopped because I'm feeling overwhelmed. And nine times out of 10, I've done it to myself. So what I have to do is I have to and reprocess prioritize why all of a sudden I'm trying to make everything that, um, um, uh, something that needs to be done today as opposed to spreading things out. I tend to do that, right? I'm like, I get a great idea and I'm like, oh, it needs to be done today. So I love mm-hmm. the fact that you mentioned quiet and sort of stilling your mind. Go ahead, Ross. I wanted to say this. I used to get up, upset because I was so overwhelmed and my schedule was so packed. Yep. How can I get upset about the schedule that I set? How can I get upset about the schedule that I set? Nobody else did that but me. I did it to myself. So I have to go back on the paper and on the calendar and say, hey, I'm taking this off. Mm-hmm. Again, how can we get upset about being overwhelmed? Oh, I'm overwhelmed. I got so much to do. I can't get it. You fixed you did the schedule. I'm done with the next person. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome, Ross. Because you know we all do that. We look at that schedule and go, I'm just gonna get all this done. We'll take some of that stuff off the schedule. Yeah. Move it tonight. Just right. Simple fix. Take it off the schedule. Exactly. Really easy. I all right. I'm gonna turn it over to Vernon. Second, but I'll tell you what I just did for myself. I used to, you know, be working all late into the evenings, and I'm like, man, I can't get to bed. I got too much to do. Look, you know, now after 7 p.m., my schedule, my entire calendar is blocked after 7 p.m. Now there's like two nights a week where I have late meetings. I'm like, okay, the rest of the week after 7 p.m. done. Like nothing, and it's a decision. You have to decide to do it. You know, you have to decide to do it and go for it. If you don't make the decision, you just, I mean, you you just drag yourself to somewhere where you don't actually know. You know where you're going. Absolutely true. Absolutely. And that's about leading, right? That's about leading yourself and Mm -hmm. taking ownership of your own and not blaming someone else for something that you decided and you did. Yeah. So, Lorna, your um, strategies and thoughts or ideas for how we become a little bit better and fine-tune our ability to lead from within. 
Yeah, I think it ties in so beautifully with what both Mireille and Roz have shared. I believe that it starts with a spiritual practice. So I, you know, I incorporate that into what I do personally, and I invite clients to do the same. And when I talk about spiritual practice, I'm not talking religion. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about personal time for reflection, as Roz mm-hmm. just shared. I feel like that's the key. So starting my day, I start with a five-minute journal. I don't know how many people are using it, but I have found mm-hmm. it extraordinarily effective. It's the five-minute journal, and you can order it on Amazon. And you start off your day with, what are three things that you're most grateful for? It's incredible to start off your morning with something like, three things you're most grateful for. And then in addition to that, what are three things that would make today great? Okay. And then you just write uh, two affirmations, you know, whatever it is. So I am, and you can decide, fill in the blank on what else. And I find that when I start my day that way, it allows my day to go powerfully. So starting off with that, I usually do some yoga I get out, I walk, I get, so so I move my body in addition to that. I celebrate in anticipation of something great happening for me. So a lot of us, we're waiting for something great to happen before we celebrate. I do it in anticipation of something great happening. And usually it does. And I also try to eat something healthy. So my self-leadership incorporates the spiritual the physical, the emotional, the mental. So it's all those aspects. The other piece that I feel is really key is becoming accountable to somebody. Because in order for us to lead ourselves, many of us, if, we, if, if it's left up to us alone, we're not going to move very far. So if you need a mastermind group, join it, right? If you need an accountability partner, get one. Whatever you got to get a coach, get a mentor, but do something to allow yourself to become accountable if you want to really move your life forward. I think that's really important. And look at how you communicate, right? How you give and receive feedback. I think those are some key points. I could go on, but you get I love that. I love that. I love the being accountable because listen, we talk about how we can have these great conversations with ourselves. We can talk ourselves out of anything. (laughs) (laughs) I am great at myself of stuff. I'll be like, listen, you don't need to do that today. Come on. You don't really, don't worry about that, right? You can talk yourself out of some things for sure. So being accountable is to yourself and others is a big deal. So um, that's our, you know, we have been able to talk about what it means, um, a leader, what it means to lead from within, to share some strategies. So out there, we do hope that you have found some of these strategies helpful. Um, my background, guys, I just want to say, we start to wrap up that my background in, um, in celebration of my extended self date that I'm taking myself on, uh, I'm taking myself on a date because I couldn't get any guys to step up. And so I'm <laughs> What good for you? <laughs> I'm taking myself on an extended date to Mexico. So, um, wow, way to go! Thank you, thank you. I'm headed to Cabo on Monday, and I'll be there for a week. I'm still gonna, we're still have the show next week, but I'm so excited. So I was like, I gotta get a tropical background to to celebrate my extended date that I'm going on with myself. I got some cute clothes, I love and it. shoes, and all this stuff. 
I love it. And, and, and you, don't, you don't need a guy. Even if you have one in your life, you need those, those dates with yourself. You know, to have I agree. To understand I, where I you're going and who you are, you know. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know, as you say that, ladies, I have to tell you, one of the key things that I used to do for myself a long time ago, I used to buy flowers for myself every week. I don't know. I'm not, you know, but we're, we're waiting for this guy to show up to give us, I did it for myself and I can't even begin to tell you how it cultivated a sense of valuing myself. And now I get flowers every week and I'm thankful for it. But you know what? Before that came along, I was giving it to myself first. Exactly. So, and it attracted actually the right person to give it to you. That's it. That's you set it. the atmosphere. You set the atmosphere if they're in a tone mm -hmm. for what you want to receive. Yes. You can set that atmosphere without movement. That's mm -hmm. the truth. That's the truth. That's the, look, let me stop. Yeah. Ah! No. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Well, we are excited to be wrapping up another episode. You know, we try not to take up too much of your time out there on a Saturday morning, but we have uh, just so much, and we're so full of um, wanting to share um, with all of you, but we do not pretend to know all the answers so don't forget to put your comments and put your thoughts if you've got strategies or ideas post them say hello let us know if you like the show share the show with others so um that's what we would ask of you we are going to keep coming to you every saturday morning to bring you these great conversations it's just a way to help you spice up your saturday morning come over and have a little coffee with rhonda and the crew and the team and so we are so thankful for you all watching i am so very grateful and thankful for all of you for joining Oh, for Marae, Roz, Lorna, thank you so much for joining the conversation today. And Roz, go get something in that house. We ex <laughs> expect you next week again. Thank you, guys. We have a hurricane so party. Yeah, we're doing hurricane parties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 the hurricane. Well, I'm not even thinking about it too much. I'm praying that we'll all be safe. Roz, are you in Florida? Yes. Yeah, I am too. So prayers that we're all going to be safe. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we do meet again. If you if you invite me back, then you yeah. know we can talk about it. But I really loved it being with you all today. It's been so much fun. Yeah, great. Awesome. Thank you all. Have a fantastic rest of your Saturday, Lorna and Rosby. Let us know if there's anything that we can do for you. That's thoughtful of you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Okay.